0: And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Sporting 160 EN, episode number 94. Today we have a special, special podcast. We have a special guest, our Tigas from Sporting 160. He does all the modalities. He's the expert, the guru of the modalities. Tigas, welcome to our podcast. How are you doing, buddy?
1: Hi, guys. Thank you for the invitation. How are you all?
0: We're all doing Good. great, buddy. All doing great. So I'm going to introduce you to the rest of the panel. Chris from Philly.
2: How are you doing, Chris? Uh, I'm doing great, man. Uh, as you can see, I got my Buffalo Bills jerseys behind me, feeling pretty excited after this weekend and going forward. But uh, obviously, sporting um, didn't really help. The overall mood could have been the perfect, perfect weekend, ended up just being a, you know, so-so, pretty good uh, weekend because we didn't get the three points. And three Wav well, and really taking advantage of the draw in the other game. But uh I guess uh as we know as we'll discuss it it could have been a lot worse because they other two drew so we just stayed the same.
0: Yeah I feel you brother I was equally upset believe me uh <laughs> last but not least we have uh, our <laughs> one and only Sam from all the Way the UK how are you doing buds
3: I'm okay. Uh, I'm wearing this top, which I got around three years ago when I was a lot skinnier than I am now. Thanks to the lockdown, I've put on a bit of weight. So it's a lot tighter <laughs> than it usually is. But um, other than that, um, it was a poor weekend in terms of football. But I'm glad to be here speaking with you guys, and especially Tigas. Welcome uh, to the podcast. I hope you enjoy your, your first time on the Sporting 160N podcast. Thank you.
0: Okay, so let's let's move on. So the topics for today, obviously, it's going to be the Sporting Rui one-one disappointing tie at home, which we should have won, but we couldn't deliver it. Uh, then after that, we'll uh, we'll go into uh, a little bit of uh, Tigres uh, on a personal basis. Uh, then we'll talk about the uh, Tasa de Liga against Football Club Porto's Corrupts. I mean, Football Club Porto, My mistake. Uh, <laughs> And then uh, we'll talk about the transfers. There's some movement going on finally. And last but not least, we'll talk about the predictions uh, uh, against Boavista as well for the, the Liga Nord, which would be round uh, 15. So, without any further d- d- delays, let's let's talk about the Sporting Rio uh, The starting lineup was uh, with Antonio Adan, Eduardo Clarezma, Christian Borra, Sebastian Coates, Nuno Santos. Pedro Porro, João Palinha, João Mário, Tiago Tomás, Pot e Gonçalo Plata. So, I'm going to go with, uh, with Tigres first. Tigas, what did you think about the game at home against Rio Uh And uh, were you disappointed?
1: Well, first of all, let me thank you for the invitation. I was a bit surprised, but uh, I'm very pleased to be here. I have a lot of respect for people who support Sporting and are so far away from from Lisbon. So you got my respect for that. Uh, as for the game, um, I didn't like it. I think you didn't like it either. So we, I didn't like the, the exhibition. I didn't like the result. We could have won and played bad, but I would be happy. Mainly, I would have liked won, won in the game. So I didn't like the exhibition. I think we had a lot of difficulty breaking the lines, the defensive lines of Joaquin and I think uh, Ruben Amarim could have changed some things, especially after Riuav's goal. I think he was afraid of losing the game. And um, he wasn't very ambitious. Okay. Um,
0: Steph. Ah. Okay, thank you. Thank you for that. And uh, uh, Chris, uh, I'll, I'll pass it back to, to you. So what did you think of the game? Were you were you content, disappointed, or you thought that uh, Ruman and Murin could have done better?
2: Uh, I mean, obviously I thought the the first half was a lot better, um, but the second half was really, really low level, not attacking enough. Uh, we did just sit, sit back a lot. Rewav dominated the play. Um, this Rio team this year isn't even that good, and um, I feel like we made them look a lot better than than we should have. Um, it was obviously super super frustrating uh, in the moment, and it felt like a loss in real time. Um, but after the other draw, um, it kind of you know felt a little bit better. Plus, Braga lost, so we t- they t- if anything we gained a little ground, or all three grand gained a, a one point on Braga, um, but yeah what a wasted opportunity to to really open this up up to six points but yeah i mean yeah it's just it, it was super super frustrating um it's frustrating even more frustrating now to learn that uh Nunu could have uh played because it was another game of gonzalo plata at wing back. uh this time on the other side, on the left side, which pff, I didn't love him on the right or the left. Would have been nice to have our normal left back, but yeah, I mean, it's, I guess it is what it is, right?
0: Yeah, I agree. So Sam, uh, back to you. So give me uh, a quick uh, recap of the game.
3: Um, it was at first viewing, not not the best. You know, a Gonzalo Platter at left back is always really confusing for me. Um, especially when we bought Antunes in the summer. I know he's not supposed to be amazing, but surely playing a left-back in his position is better than playing platter out of position. Um, uh, Koresma was really disappointing for me. I thought he was okay in the first half, but then his, his performance dropped massively. And if that's the way he plays, I can sort of see why he's not being picked by Amorim. And I don't know what happened to him because he was really good over the summer. Um, I saw a lot of outrage for Borgia as well on, on that goal. I thought he was unlucky with it, but um, he also could have done better. And of course, it had to be um, the three sporting players linking up uh, sorry former sporting players in uh, Chico Gerald and then Carlos Mane and Jerson Dalla to score. Um, but I think there's a lot of outrage and I don't think it's all warranted considering we were out without our best striker, our two main centre-backs and then Nuno Mendes, who is arguably our best left-back and best creator. And uh, I'm just looking at the, the stats here that I took earlier. We had 68% possession, 14 total shots versus their six. We had 13 chances created in total, 503 accurate passes and 274 in the opponent's half. And we had four shots on target. We should have uh, been better creatively, but we couldn't do much with uh, Thiago Tomas. You've got to remember he's still 18. Um, he's not a veteran like a Sporar or like a Dost or any of the strikers we've had before. We've got to remember we're not out of the title race yet. Porto have only drawn one less game than us, and they've lost twice. We we haven't lost yet; and have only drawn three times. We're not out of the title race by any means, and I still have a hundred percent faith in uh, Ruben Amorim.
0: Uh, that's a good point, Sam. I'm glad you brought it up. And yes, uh, we still have a four point lead over Football Club Porto and Sporting Lisbon so that's significant. If we, if we had that last year, we would have been very happy, so let's be content at this point in time of, of the league. Um, okay, so I have a couple tough questions for you guys. Uh, so, a couple questions from Twitter. Uh, the first one is from Ship, from Lauren. Uh, she said, note, AQ, people, chill out about the recent bad run, not every performance will be perfect or a four zero win. Their early season, form wasn't gonna last forever now isn't the time to panic or be negative still four clear with lots to play for sporting top of the league so she kind of reinforces what uh, uh, Sam just said mm-hmm. and then we we have Tigres he said see you tomorrow and he's here today so that's good <laughs> uh, uh, Braguesa should play more from Mundo Leão he's saying should Breguense play more so Tigres I'll pass that to you
1: who uh, I, I asked him back, who would he take out of the starting 11 to put Daniel Braganza in?
0: Okay, that's, that's a good question. So, uh, uh,
1: let me just uh, go back a little bit. I don't think we are fighting with the same weapons than our rivals, okay? I think we are going to a war with a bayonet, and they have machine guns. You look at Benfica and Porto Bench on the Classic, Porto had Philippe Anderson... Tony Martinez and Evan Nielsen, Benfica had Pedrinho, Walt Schmidt, and Chiquinho. And Everton. Who do we have on our bench? Pedro Marques? And Jules. So, <laughs> <and June's. laughs> I don't think we should panic. Okay, we had two bad exhibitions, two bad results in Madeira, and now in home against RIWAF uh i think sporting was getting us used to win games and be on the top of the league something that we weren't used to uh so i think that's why we are a bit disappointed from this draw because it was an important um, an important game because our rivals were facing each other one or both of them would lose points so it was uh, important to to make the gap even bigger uh I don't think everybody's panic. I think everybody's just a little bit disappointed because what I said was, uh, like they said, um, Sporting was getting us used to win, and now we lost. We lost two points. So, about Braganza, I think he should play more coming off the bench, especially in these games that uh, we can't break the lines. We need somebody more creative who can do some passes between the lines, more vertical, can find some some ways that other guys can. We can always rely on João Mario. Sometimes we need another guy to do that. So Daniel Braganza could play more, but coming from the bench, not on the starting eleven.
0: I agree 100%. Um, like, for example, against Maritim, the Natasa Portugal, I thought Braganza should have started since uh, yeah, uh, yeah. João Mario didn't. Uh, because he's more creative and he would have been a normal substitution to Jean-Mario okay so uh, Mundo de Leão
4: uh,
0: and uh, Danny, welcome to the podcast Danny. how are you doing <laughs>
4: I'm good I'm good I'm glad um, I'm on Tigas glad to have you on man pleasure meeting hi. you as well and here you. hi sorry pleasure I'm a little late guys we're got, in the, we're got in the way a bit <laughs> okay so
0: Mundo Leão also said Tigas queremos ver raptas modalidades <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> <It's>, uh, yeah. <laughs> he wants me to do a rap while I do my... <laughs> I don't know how you say it in English. Resume? No, it's... A, yeah.
4: a, it's a, uh, uh
1: Recap? Recap. 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 Yeah. Yeah. recap. recap. Okay, recap. Yeah, right. Uh, he wants me to do a, a rap while I do the recap, so I, I'm not... A... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a good lyrics guy so I don't think that's going to happen but I'll, I'll try if, if somebody wants to do the lyrics then I'll do it <laughs> hey, hey the way you do modalidades it sounds like rap, so you know <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so from Chris, uh, Christopher Sly he says if other teams continue to defend the way Medit and Hiwab have will this affect our chances of winning games and if so how should the Mourinho change things up uh, tactically, uh, Chris? To you?
2: Yeah, I think that that's a good question and definitely uh, a cause for concern. Right? Is that is that all it takes to to take points off of us that easily? Just be relatively organized defensively um, and have like some some sort of attacking threat for many. was a couple of players up top for. Rio Ava, it was our former players were their attacking threat mostly. Uh, so yeah, I mean yeah that's definitely a, I, I hope that we 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 learned to adjust to this because yeah there's two games in a row where just we dropped points or lost did knocked out and then dropped points because the other team was just pretty organized and we didn't have enough to break it down. Um yeah, and that, and I think that that just it, the, these two games definitely solidify the need for uh, a number nine uh, in the in the transfer window. I feel like Embuni is begging for begging for him. Right? He's been he alternates between Sporad and Tomas. He does what he can. Sometimes he puts Jovan, but it's like it, it's cruel and unusual that they 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 don't give this guy um, his signing and January eighteenth. Right? Uh, it, it feels like we blinked in the track. Tr- the, like half the windows over so I hope they, they hurry up on that one
0: <laughs> I agree I agree with you so I'm going to pass it on to Danny De- Danny just came to the show so, uh, so Danny uh, give me your two cents about the game the tie at home against Giroir which to me personally uh, was was pretty much uh, I had a hard time to take it losing two points at home which we should have won easily against a team and I'm going to remind everybody they 10th place in the league of us. go ahead Danny
4: Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I was listening just a bit. I think Christian mentioned that this isn't the same Rio as last year. You know, they're, they're struggling a bit. Honestly, it's, it's more annoying. I I think most fans feel this way. It's more annoying because it's, it's a sporting still sporting, right? Like a perfect opportunity. We have two rivals going up against each other, either one or both are going to lose points. Uh, Of course, you know, uh, we, we only knew a few days after, but, Braga was facing Paso Ferreira, which is a tough game. Pastor this year is, is, is a really strong team. So it's just frustrating to see that we got the draw um, and, and didn't push ourselves just a little bit more of a cushion. Mind you, there's still a long way to go. So, you know, whether it's six points or four points, it might not even make a difference. But, um, of course, every point counts, right? Um, The game itself, I mean, that first half, especially towards the end of that first half, the fact that we didn't score two or three, uh, to really put the game into the bed was, was really the the sad point for me. Um, you know, and then, of course, typical, typical sporting, you know, if it's not Wilson Eduardo, it's Jelson Dalla, it's Gerald, Karim Mene. Of course, they're they they they're the ones that conjure the goal against us. I, so. by
2: the way, hated Gerald's game. I thought he played <sighs> pretty poorly and that pass was great, but uh, uh, G- Dalla had yeah. a good game. I didn't think Jeralds had a good game, but obviously. No, Gerald
4: didn't have, I agree, he, he didn't have he, a great game.
2: He was there and in the critical
4: they, moment, though. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, yeah, aside from that, I mean, <laughs> it's another one of those games where we've seen this month where we deserve to win, and uh, and we didn't, but at least we didn't lose. Uh, other years, we maybe would have lost this game, so I'll take that as a positive.
0: I agree. The, the only thing, I'm going to just say a couple things. I won't say much at all, but the only thing that upset me the most could have been up six points to Football Club, Club dos Corruptes and Sporting Lisboa, Benfica uh, Vouchers. And eleven from a Sporting Braga, uh, ex filial do Sporting, uh, but we not now. So it kind of sucks. I think a bit, <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: yeah. So <laughs> well, Sporting Clube Braga, they were a filial do Sporting. I don't know if you guys know that. No, uh, I, know. I know. Yeah, so that's why they should be moved. To the name Sporting Braga, it should be Braga by itself. Uh, so <laughs> let's move on. Um, uh, so this one is for Tiga. Minute number seven, uh, Gonçal Plata was shown a yellow card. Is that was that justified?
1: No, absolutely not.
0: I thought so too. Yeah. I think I think the referee Humaleiro, <laughs> he was a little bit of, he was a little bit buff. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. Danny, I'm going to go across the board. Jean Mario, on the 24th minute, uh, he got, he was shown a yellow cards uh, for Geraldo. Was that justified?
4: I'm honest. I can't remember that right now. I'm going to be honest with you. Well, you I was the elbow. I, I was at work watching this game, so I only seen bits and pieces. Do you remember, I, I remember the
3: time? If it was like the, the forearm or the elbow to to the face, then yes, if that's the one. Then, yeah, it, it's, it's harsh, but in the rules, it's a yellow card. It's always sometimes even red, but I'd say that one was justified.
0: Okay, I feel the same way. A uh, minute uh, 44, though. Tete, almost scored. So, Chris, how do you feel about the save from uh, the goal from I'm Chris, mute.
2: I'm on mute. Sorry. Was oh, this the yeah. save where he got uh, pretty low uh, to it? Yeah, they, he saved it with his left Oh, yeah. This was, uh, honestly, this is a, a great fucking save. I mean, that ball going in the bottom corner. He got down for it uh yeah that was that was a great that was a great save to be honest
0: okay so so i'm gonna <clears throat> gonna go back to tigas how how much is the point were you when sent inside the box uh, in almost inside the small box he had a great chance to score and he missed
1: it on the minute for 40 47 man i screamed here at home i was alone i was at work my kids weren't at home so i screamed <laughs> Yeah, I'm very disappointed. I was expecting a goal there. Yeah,
0: me too. I was. It was so close to the goal. And and
1: and, and Nunu, Nunu is a, Nunu is a, is a guy who appears very good on the on the finishing zones. Okay, he's a good finisher. He's not a striker, but he's a good finisher. So yeah, I was a bit disappointed.
0: Okay, yeah, so we started the second half. Uh, the first ten minutes, we kind of dominated. Not create a lot of chances of goal, but we 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 dominated. And then minute six, uh, 61st, uh, Goldal, uh, uh, who's to blame for it, Danny? Who's to blame for it? Tell me the truth. Don't sugarcoat it. No, Tell me how you no, feel
4: no. it. There, there's, I think, two at, at fault. There's Christian Borja first. Uh, doesn't close down uh, Karuj Meneva very well first. And then also lets the ball go through. He also throws a temper tantrum right after the goal goes through. I'm not sure why, unless it's against himself. Uh, and then it's it's um, it's either Kawatch or Kurejma, whoever I can't remember who wasn't the one that didn't mark uh, Dala because Dala just had a free, a free goal. Really, um, we can maybe play a, a, uh, we can maybe put a bit of blame to Adan for not coming off his net fast enough, but I, I wouldn't personally. I'd say Borja and whoever that other central defender was that that
1: didn't mark Dala really. And and uh, Kurejma if if, if Kurejma stretched, yeah. right. stretched his leg. You would have cut uh, the pass to Carlos Manet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, and, uh, sure. and the play died there. Yeah,
0: yeah I, sure. I agree. I agree with, uh, with Tigers. Kuresma had a, had a very bad second half. Uh, the first half, he was okay. The second half, he was a disaster. Yeah, uh, Chris, back to you on uh, the 65th minute. Uh, the foul on uh, TT. Was that a yellow card on Cointrengo or
2: no? Hmm trying to remember recall this moment. It was a throw incident.
0: Yeah the, why is it significant? he would have been his second yellow card. Yeah, I, I
2: thought Quinthron was skating on thin ice the whole game. I honestly thought that I thought he was gonna do us a favor and get himself sent off and it would have been like thank you Quinthron for your service to us one last time but now. Yeah. I, I honestly, I, I, I don't remember exactly this moment, but I will say that I am shocked that he was I'm shocked, but I'm also not shocked that he lasted all uh, 90 minutes in this game. Okay. So the next one
0: will be the, on the 66 minute champ. That's this one is for you. Chanced missed by putt. Remember that?
3: Yeah. Um, I, I was at work watching this so I couldn't do a lot of like you know the normal shouting and screaming but um <laughs> I just think in in general we really were awful at um finishing our chances and especially part of the the first half of the season that goes in a hundred percent but um I think it's just it's frustrating because it's it's a rookie errors and bad bad shooting and bad finishing which cost us but um I'm not a professional footballer. I, I probably wouldn't have been able to score that. But um, from, from a player off pot's uh, ability, he should have scored that, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Now, coming back to Tigas, this is the biggest call. And uh, to me, it's no, but I'll let Tigas uh, go into detail. Was it a BK on Kuwait on minute uh, 85th?
1: What was that?
0: Uh, open out in the penalty Eighty-five.
1: I don't remember. I
2: was uh, I was at home, like I said, alone. But the, some parts of the game, my streaming was freezing. This is such an. In, I don't think this isn't even a real PK shout, to be honest. It's I, like I, haven't, re- little watched, little I haven't
1: watched that, that again. It,
2: it's like a it's like a lance that happens in, in any game. It's I, I, they haven't called it all season, to be honest. That. They weren't going to start today, but it was uh, a pushed. It was was Coates pushed.
3: It was he was in between two, one in, in between front. Two. One okay, okay. okay, yeah. So uh, for me, Coates does that a lot in the, at the end of games. He, li- he likes to uh, to <laughs> flop, and I I think the referees know that he does that. So <laughs> if it were to happen, they sort of know. Okay, it's Coates, He's he's doing it again. But I don't <laughs> think it was a penalty no. Danny, Danny.
4: I'm actually re-watching it right now. Is it the one where he gets sandwiched, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's the one. Mm, yeah, it's tough because they all of them kind of go up for the ball for it. And who's who who's pushing push who pushed him? Can you see? Let me see. I'm seeing now.
3: It was Cointra, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Again. Yeah, no, right I'm, there.
4: Again. Again. Side,
1: side note. Have we talked Quintreau about it? Knows, the... knows a lot. knows a lot.
4: Many have, we, have uh, we talked about the two hugging uh, uh, just towards uh like as they slid in together and they, they no. No, no, we haven't mentioned that. I no. just want I just want the ladies to know I want to be h- held like that in 2021. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love that <laughs> brother, honestly. Love that too,
4: so. But yeah, I I, I get, it could be it definitely could be a penalty. I see it now Quintana sort of like on his back like jumping as his arm is on Quates's back. I wouldn't mind I I mean, I'd take that.
2: Obviously, I, I, it could be a penalty, um, but yeah. Like, 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 like Sam said, I think Kowat's is building up. Because every time we do this, it's always Kowat's, right? Mm-hmm. This is the third or fourth time this season, all uncalled, of Kowat's like PK incidents
3: always in like the last five minutes just falls He's down always
2: there on the last five
1: minutes when you are not winning he always goes yeah, to the striker and position plays- and oh, we yeah. cross the ball to him so I think it's normal to be him involved <laughs> yeah. in these situations
0: yeah I agree I agree uh and then the, the last uh the last one I have for you guys which uh, I'll pass it on to Danny uh, Tabat, you got a yellow card on the 87th minute. Does it make sense?
4: If I can remember it, uh, honestly, I, I can't. You might as well pass it to somebody else. I, I have no
1: idea if that was that yellow Chris, one.
4: Chris, Sam, Tigers. anybody remember that play?
1: I don't remember that play. I was watching the highlights now, and, and the, the highlights from V Sports doesn't have yeah. the, the Coates incident. Or the <laughs> it's
4: on, It's on. Yeah. you have to go on the website, it's Otru lens. And then they have all of that there. It's oh, the okay, 80s, okay, okay, okay. But, but aside, yeah, I don't know the, the eighty seven, the, the one with uh, Tabata. 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 So the just, only did... one
3: I can think of, sorry to interrupt, is um, no, sorry, that, that last challenge on Jovan that I can't remember the, what the real name was, but it got injured and apparently tore his uh, ligaments in the process. Um in like the ninety I think there was four minutes ahead of time, so it must have been like the ninety third or the ninety-fourth, just as he made the foul.
4: Andre Pereira.
3: That's it. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. he today he needs surgery. It's it's been confirmed on his uh ligaments. Oh that's sounds...
4: so... why you why are you
3: smiling, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you know, karma comes around, you see. No, I'm joking, but um I <laughs> Isn't don't know. isn't he
1: a porto player? Loan from Portugal, yeah, Pereira? Yeah. 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 Stryker, a yeah. yeah, 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 I remember him, yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. a good call, Tigers.
0: So, um, co- coming back to Tigers, do you think that uh, uh, not having Neto, Fedal, and Nunes was a factor to this, and Sporar was a factor to this game?
1: Well, I think, um. I think Fedal and Neto would have helped the defence. I don't know if we, if we have suffered that goal with Neto and Fedal on the defence. Uh, Sporar could have changed something coming from the bench because we needed another presence uh, on the area. Um, probably would have given us more options, especially Nuno Mendes. Yeah, Nuno Mendes was, was the most important. Yeah, I agree. Because Plata, Plata didn't did a good game, now.
0: No, he was average, but you can say you can see struggles to play fullback. He's not. I, sh- I
1: should have taken him
0: at half time. Yeah, yeah. he should have. I agree with you one hundred percent. Okay, so any more comments about this game before I switch it to Tasa de Liga?
4: I'm I'm curious why Antunes didn't take over Nunumend's spot. I know there was a lot of talk of Antunes when he first arrived, but. The few cameos we've seen of him, he's played well. Clearly, defends way better than Plata. You know, um, Plata to me should be playing. You know, uh, with Tabata or Nuno You know, the more forward positions on the wings. Um, aside from I'm that, trying, to, trying
3: you know, to think as well, why would he not play someone like Borgia on the left, like the left back in his natural position, then like Enacio yeah. or. Was it Joel Silva that was on the bench? Is that his name? There was another mm-hmm. centre back from the, the B team. I mm-hmm. mean, all of the those seem like better options than playing someone at off position. But I agree with you. I don't know what Antunes has done. I know Amorin is a have been like really training orientated. If you don't show up, he's not going to pick you. So maybe that's it. But apparently, True. Antunes is in the peak physical condition when he signed. So this this, hey, was,
0: this was our bench: Goncalo Inácio, Daniel Bragança, Luis Messimiano. Vitorin Antunes, Tabat, Pedro Matos, Marques, João Pedro Antunes de Silva, Matheus Luiz Nunes e Giovanni Borges. That's our badge.
1: Mm-hmm. I, think, I, I think Borges and Antunes have, uh, have some similarities. They both defend better than the attack. And yeah. I think Ruben Amorim wants his, his uh, not, not his wings, né? his left backs uh, to attack, his right and left backs to attack a lot. And they force the wings to come inside and cut inside. So I don't think Borja and Antunes would have given them that. I think Nuno Santos would have been a better choice there. Probably with Tabata from the beginning and Pote mm-hmm. on the left. I don't know. We are talking after the game, right? So of we- course, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. But that's a better shot. I think Nuno Santos definitely defends better than Plato, that's for sure. Yeah.
1: He did a great season back there in Riuave. Yeah, exactly on that position.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, Bob Bond from our chat, he brings a good point. He says, "What's the point of Antunes, who's older than Quintero, getting signed if he doesn't play?"
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, uh, to add into the confusion we just brought up. Uh, yeah, it's it's it's. I was uh, equally disappointed. Um, okay, so let's flip to Tasa de Liga. Uh, Tasa de Liga, apparently. Uh, he'll, he'll be against football club um, dos Corruptos now uh, I mean I'll never forget the, the 80s and the 90s I'll, I'll never forget that I know Portis wants us to forget it but I'll never forget how, that. How old are,
1: How old are you Steph? You're the older of the, of, of you four? Yeah, 48 years Uh you older than me? Yeah I lembro
0: perfeitamente the Pitorado uh, now, <laughs> they bitching about Noonmins Nun, and Sporar being able to play because apparently the lab in Portugal fucked up and uh, the COVID-19 testing was negative. So the, the director of football, Kuporto Marx, he's bitching like a little bitch. And he's saying that... Uh, As
3: per usual. As yeah, per usual.
0: Yeah, that's per usual. And he's saying that uh, that's a public threat that these two players, if they play... Uh, Porto possibly w- will not play. Are they afraid of us? Are they afraid of Nuno Mendes and uh, and Sporad? Is that what Porto is saying? They a bunch of pushes and afraid of Sporad and Nuno Menz? Uh Danny, what do you think?
4: I think so, and they should be. Sporting are a lot better with Nuno Mendes than without them, That's for sure. Um, especially Nuno um, I Listen, I don't know everything in terms of the COVID regulations. They might have a a reason to complain uh, if, if you can get a positive wrong can you get a negative wrong do you still have to stay in confinement or, or you know in confinement for 10 days i don't know exactly the laws so i can't really it's not really my place to step in and, and say but if they're negative and they don't have covid yes they're afraid they're, they're bringing this up because they're afraid uh and because they've been hit also just as hard uh with covid with uh you know, Otavio being out for them and now three cases with Oliveira um, and whoever the other two were. So I, I, I can see their frustration. I can see why they're whining. But but, but I'm going
0: to tell you something they're whining. That, that maybe uh, you guys don't know. Uh, Sporting did everything by protocol. I mean, I can be super negative about the uh, uh, Verandes, but one thing I got to tell, he follows the protocol and uh, in, in Portugal, you have to get in touch with the, the, the DGS. The DGS, if you guys know what it means, it means it sounds Sporting went through them, and uh, they cleared it with them. Are they good to go? And they said yes. So if, if Porto has to bitch about somebody, it's not to Sporting, but it's DGS. Uh, it's clear like water. Uh, and that's what upsets me about, about uh, clubs like Porto, which they know better. You want to complain? Fine. But go complain to Direção Geral de Saúde. Don't complain to Sporting. Because it, it was not... Uh, sporting would never say, o nun ar, agora podem jogar. It's not up to Sporting. It's up to DGS. And DGS gave the green light to Sporting, and that's why they announced it. So, okay. so uh, in Capro letters, fuck you, Football Cup uh, anyway, yeah.
4: If, if that's the case, then I don't see why I don't understand why they're complaining. Then.
1: Because if that's, that's all,
4: Because that's all they. Oh, that's all they do. That's what they were born to do. Yeah. You, yeah. you have
1: you have a similar case here in Portugal. Uh, the, the president Marcelo tested positive, and then mm-hmm. he did a second test and he tested negative, and then he went to the debates. Wow. Well, he didn't okay. stay ten days in isolation. In isolation. So. Yeah. His campaign. Yeah. Same I, I, thing here. Yep. Otavio, Otavio tested positive for Porto. And Porto played uh, two days later against Mifika. Yeah, very true. There it is. If, if yeah, Otavio, very true. That's Otavio very hypocritical. If he was training with, with the other guys and tested positive positive. weren't they? should have been in isolation also.
2: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. The rules are very... They're not... You can't follow. I mean, to do what they're doing, you got to break the rules somewhere, right? They're traveling, you know? So...
0: And, and and Sporting once again, they followed the rules. They they went through DGS, which they, they had the identity in Portugal to make the decision making, and they said yes, they're able to play. It was not uh, Frederic Verandes saying, "Oh yeah, I, I want them to play." No, it was You clear. you, you
1: can you can't go uh, with you can't do anything without DGS knowing because if a test is positive, wherever you do it, either it's a public institution or a private institution, the institution will communicate to DGS. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not you. It's the, the institution where you do the test. So, yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. The tests have been done by G- DGS. Am I right, Tigers?
1: I think so. I think so.
0: Yeah. There it is. So, um, Porto, on the other hand, they have uh, four infected players, Otavio, Sergio Oliveira, Luis Diaz, e-
2: and even Do you
0: think we have the upper hand because of that, Chris?
2: Uh I wouldn't say that we have the upper hand necessarily. I think that both teams probably view this competition in a secondary way. I think both are, are we're already planning to rotate the team slightly plus the rotations that are going to have to happen because of COVID. I mean Luis Diaz, Sergio Oliveira, uh um who else? Uh Nielsen. even Nielsen and David yeah, I mean those are those are those are critical players for 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 year, to be honest. To be losing, uh, especially if it goes to PKs because of a draw. That P- Sergio Oliveira is their PK guy, so <laughs> I, I feel like this game will probably go to PKs. If, so, if it goes
4: to PKs, can we put in Renner? Yeah, <laughs> I mean I
2: think we gotta really take advantage of having him for if he's not in Greece or Brazil by then. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I think that the teams are going to be slightly rotated. The hands are going to be forced to rotate slightly already. Um, so yeah, I think that I don't know who has who has a deeper bench. Who can who, who do you like the rotated Sporting team or the ro- rotated Porto team? I I think it's gonna be a lottery to be honest. It's tough to predict.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, so let's talk about uh, anything else about the Tasa de Liga to anybody.
2: Uh, probably. I'll go
3: if if you don't mind. I'll I'll just say quickly. Um, I know what. I think it was Chris or Danny that said um, it's a secondary competition, and I agree. But if we go back to October or November when we last played each other, there was a war of words between Peter De Costa and Verandas. Now, I think both of them will be looking to get one over on each other, and therefore will be telling their respective managers, Quansah and Amarim, that if you don't win, there's going to be uh, repercussions nothing strong but just he's going to be unhappy and I think for that reason I definitely think it's going to be there every team is going to go all out and I think especially if um what Porto are saying in there they're bitching and moaning already it's going to be so much better if we beat them and they're left I saw it in the comments with egg on their faces but I think I think both teams, just because of the the last game, especially like with Zaidu and Pot and everything that went on, there's going to be some. Uh, I think there's going to be some yellow cards and maybe some reds flying around.
0: I agree. So, um, Tiga. Gets... let
1: me just. Can I say something?
0: Yeah, I was about to and put I... you on the spot. So,
1: but <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. No, no, just uh, just to compliment what uh, Sam had to say. Uh, and we are seeing this now, this this uh, this, communi- this communication from Porto about the COVID tests. This is the backstage of the games. No? This mm-hmm. is the pressure that every club does on these big games to try to take some advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And probably th- this is a game where Porto and Sporting are going to rotate some players and maybe it's a good chance for Daniel Braganse to play in the starting 11.
0: I agree. So and that's my, that was my following question. I'll start with Danny right on top. So, uh, with the Tasa de Liga game against Bocuport tomorrow, would you start with your A-team or with a modified team? Uh,
4: A few modifications, but my A-team. Spartan's not playing anything else. Uh, Tasa de Liga, it's Tasa de Liga, sure, but at the same time, it it, it brings you a lot of confidence. Um, You you can argue Moringo wouldn't have half the success if his teams didn't believe in him right after winning um their league cups you know like he did in Chelsea and and all of that um I I think it's I think it's important for us to at least make the final because if we're gonna seriously challenge for the title this year we have to have some sort of confidence and if we enter at least the second half of the season campeones de inverno it's a lot better than losing to one of our rivals right um so I mean yeah what else what are we gonna save our players for you know uh Europa League in February, Tasa Portugal in February, no. Might as well go for it.
0: Uh, And uh, your your prediction?
4: Listen, um, I'll take responsibility for the last two losses because (laughs) uh, every time I wore this red shirt and a red blazer, I know, red, I know, (laughs) we've won every time I've worn it to work. The last two games, I didn't wear it. We lost and we tied. Tomorrow, don't you worry, guys, I'm going to wear it. He's (laughs) Sporting <laughs> two, four to
2: one. Okay. Chris. <laughs> pa. <it> <laughs> <laughs> Chris, back to you. Uh, I think the only question really in my mind, I think, yeah, you rotate the COVID guys and you rotate maybe give our guy Antunes, give our guy Braganza some minutes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, outside of that, no crazy changes. Um, I think Max Adan is the main question. Like, who, who honestly, who do you think is yeah. better at PKs? Uh, I feel like Max has never really struck me as a particular PK guy, but I've seen Adan come up with one. Uh, so honestly, I wish we could get Max minutes, and I think he might play. To be honest, but to be honest, I think I'd rather have Renan because I think this is going to a shootout.
0: <clears throat> okay. Sam.
2: Uh, one one-one one-one regulation. 1-1 one, yeah. one regulation.
0: Shoot out with winning PKs.
2: I like
3: that. Sam. Um, I sort of would like to play the A-team as well. But uh, what Chris said, I think I'd prefer to see Max. I feel like his progression is stalling a bit because Adan has been playing very well and has been very consistent. Um, I would like to see Inacio get some minutes as well and maybe Braganza or Matheus Nunes um, as well. But to, to agree with the other two, I think it's going to go into penalties. But I think it's going to be uh, a rough nil-nil with a, a few yellow cards and uh, maybe a red for Porto. But, but I'm not sure if Pepe suspended or whatever, but Pepe is definitely going to get a red card for doing some stupid, crazy shit because that's what Pepe does. But um, I'm going to go nil-nil, but Sporting to win on penalties.
0: Okay, I like that. I like that. So me, I'm going to say that Sporting will win two nothing against uh, football football <laughs> clubs corrupt, and then uh, you're
1: very confident,
0: yeah. And then we'll win against uh, either Benfica. I- I'm confused every time I say Sporting Benfica e Sporting Lisboa e Benfica. I'm thinking about two clubs. I don't know because that's why there's the e in the middle, no? It's not verdade because for um clubs, the Sporting Lisboa Benfica, but there's the e in the middle which means it's two clubs. I get confused. I'm sorry. So I don't know which clubs we're <laughs> playing. But anyway, regardless <laughs> of that, uh, if we play Beifica B, Be Sporting de Braga, filial Sporting Antigamente, or Sporting E, Benfica, we'll win anyway. Um,
4: let's get there first, though. Let's get yeah, there first. Let's
0: get there first. Uh, try it first. We have Renan, Bruno, Gaspar, Christofsky, uh, Ilori merda. I mean, Ilori. Uh, blue news. I don't think oh, we he? have
1: Ristovsky. I know Ristovsky Ristovski take all, yeah. all of sporting things from the Instagram. I hope
0: yeah. so. I, so I, hope I don't think
1: we have Ristovski.
0: I hope so. <sighs> and and yeah. and, and Now Diaby. From what I understand, he went to he signed for and today, and Sam, yeah. Sam, yeah. Sam, why don't you talk about that? Because I think you posted that on uh, Twitter.
3: Uh, which one, the Diaby one or the, the seven or the five? Or Diaby. Played Diaby. Uh, I, I mean, that is probably Varan's worst signing. I think it, it might have been his record signing. Seven million euros. Correct me if, I, if I'm wrong. But um, seven million euros. Four and a half.
2: Uh, four and a half. Four and a half. Was it? Four and, yeah. and a half. I, it was uh, seven. Four, uh, no, I don't think it was seven. Seven was Sporad. That's
3: yeah. what you Oh yeah. Yeah. okay. Yeah, you're right. So four million. Um I think but the season before he was one of the top goalscorers in Belgium. So it's it's difficult. He's not just some rat oh, yeah. Also, sorry,
4: I think uh, now that I'm remembering, I think Diaby was uh Sosa Sintra. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, the Abbey was. Yeah. So the
3: I don't think it was right. Verandas. Sorry, yeah. sorry yeah. Verandas. It was uh, the, the yeah. worst one. So the, the, um, the French. Um, don't, no, don't apologize. Don't apologize, please.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. And that's the
4: last <laughs> I'll defend Verandas. That's the last I'll defend Verandas.
3: <laughs> but um, yeah, so I mean, going back to where he uh, made his name, really. I'm, I, I assume he didn't do very well. I, I think it was Getafe. Otherwise, they wouldn't have let him go. But um, I mean. Good luck to him. I don't like him. I don't rate him. But uh, if, yeah, if if he goes for good, then and we get a few million out of him, then I'm happy.
0: Yeah. Okay. Good. So I'm gonna uh, come back to uh, Tigas. Um, so do you think we should keep uh, Ilari? <laughs>
4: <laughs> what kind of wait, stuff wait, wait, is Steph, no, please? Now no, say on. that. Say that with a straight face now, Steph. <laughs>
1: You <laughs> <laughs> oh, <got> I'm
0: <it. laughs> I can't. Um, so, uh,
4: even can a better question: that. Do you think we'll get rid of Ilori? Is the better uh, question. We won't. Ah,
1: That—that's the question. That's a million-dollar question. No. How can we get rid of Ilori?
2: We won't kill I feel like I feel like <laughs> every day the news, or every couple of days, the news is the exact same. It lists the players you just listed, right? Bruno Gaspar, Ilori, Kamashu, uh, Lumor. Lumor, all yeah. these guys that just they can't get rid of that cost like $8 million in salary every year. I know. The, like, and the, the news and- is like, oh, they're about to get rid of them. Oh, they're getting, and nothing ever changes, right? The, nothing's getting like, there's, until something seriously develops, they're just going to sit on these contracts until they run out or they rescind them. No club is paying m- money for any of them. Um, I'm not.
0: I'm not going to blame the players, but I've got to tell you something. Uh, if you have a chance to go to the MLS, like he, thought he had a chance to go to the MLS for a whole year, and he said no. Uh, to me, it, it's it's. I, I get it. It's it's an option because we made the mistake of signing him, but he has no conscience of what's going on at Sporting when twenty people are, la- are laid off. You should yeah. have. You should have also a conscience and say you know what i have an option to go to a, another league in america uh which the covid-19 is more or less being controlled somewhat somehow uh, <laughs> you know it's not it's not perfect no in, in way it's perfect but he didn't want to make the move because he's selfish and uh, that that bothers me a little uh same thing with lumore he could go to riwa but i think he wants to to make money and uh he's not willing to lose money and i get it but Anyway,
1: I, um, okay. I I I don't like players who like to sit on the bench and on the on the not being on the bench, uh, re- refusing an opportunity to play on another team. It's, I agree. It's usual for teams for players who don't play a lot, wanting to play more and wanting to get out to play more. Iori is not that. Yeah, it's not that guy.
0: And and, and, that's, and that and I agree with Tigas. The thing is, my argument is the following. If Camacho is playing the B team, why isn't uh, Brun uh, Gaspar, Rina, Ilori, Brun Palista playing the B team as well?
2: Because they're too old and they think that they're too good for that. It, it's not up to them. We're paying them. They should just play. Uh, Camacho is Camacho is young enough and I think that he I guess he probably still wants to get into the team, right? Or he thinks that he has some chance of getting into the team. Bruno Gaspar doesn't want to get into the team nor does he think he has any chance of getting into the team. They haven't He's had their probably- right back all season. He's been sitting there. They could have had him at any any point over the last 6 months. They've literally not they'd rather have no one than have him. So, I think that would be a lot. They'd rather have Plat on the right side. <laughs> Yeah, well, he's
3: probably the most <laughs> valuable one. I know "valuable" is a strong word, but he's got age on his side. I think he's only like twenty-one, twenty-two. He he's played in a lot of different positions for his career. He's played under Jurgen Klopp. I mean, he's still got a bit of value, so I think that's the reason he's still playing. But um, whether anyone will take it up is a, another story.
0: Yeah. Well, but if I'm paying someone, if if I own my own company and you are my employees. Some of you will, will, will perform at a high level and some at a lower level. So I might give you uh, a, a better jobs to you, Danny, than to Sam, if he's not performing as well. My, my take on it with sporting players, it shouldn't be up to them to say, to ah, keep." If we paying you, if I'm telling you you're you going to play in the B team, you're going to play in the B team. But Ulodi, what is he doing? He's using sporting, I can mean sporting like a gym, a personal gym. Vai lá, faz o workout e vai para casa. Olha, sim, também eu, caralho.
1: You have to remember that Ilory with uh, Bruno Carvalho, I think, said he'd rather sit on the bench for one year without playing than renewing the I contract. I remember. I remember. I remember. And you had Camacho, and you had Camacho when we hired him saying he didn't want to play on the wing, on the right back. back. Yes. he was a winger. I am a winger. So yeah, he's a real piece of shit. Not even a winner. we were warned. We were warned by the players. Yeah, yes. we hire yeah, them exactly.
2: Yeah, we yeah. at the end of the day we can only exactly. blame ourselves. No one's made a yeah. sign Ilori to a one point four million euro a year I, contract. That I is I only the fault of our own. You know. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. agree. I, but I then yeah. this fucked up. A new Vienna by one day signing Lodi. Uh the big, the biggest piece of shit on Sporting. And uh, I just, I can't believe he's still at Sporting. I mean, I, I would like to forget he's, he's at Sporting, but he still is at Sporting. Even Ivanil Fernandes going to Almeria, was that a good move, Tigres? Who? I'm
1: sorry? Ivanil Fernandes. Yeah, he gets to play in a competitive league. Maybe he can show himself like Domingos Duarte is, is doing. I think it's good for him. And it may be good for us, Sporting. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, it's guys. better than playing on the second league here. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, the second uh, league in Spain is better than ours. I agree.
1: Yeah, but, but they they more. have uh, more visibility, much mm-hmm. more.
4: Yeah. And and, and Sporting is go... in the third third division too, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So it's yeah. much better than the third division. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Anything else,
0: guys? Any any more news about the transfers? Did I miss anything? Like...
3: Um,
4: Just Matheus Reis coming in again. Still that. Paulinho Plata. didn't play. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Plata for Riuav. Paulinho didn't play two games for Braga. I kind of want to know your guys' opinion on that.
3: Sorry, Sam. No, no, no. Sorry. Um, I'll, I'll go. Um, About Paulinho, did you say? Not playing for uh, Braga. Yeah. Is he coming? Uh, I think it's all a big ploy by Braga. I think they're trying to trying to mess with us. I, I, I think he might have something wrong with him. But, I mean, I'm a sporting fan and I love them very much. But what? <coughs> why would Paulinho leave? Like, I mean, I'm sh- maybe for money, but do we have that much more money than Braga's paying wages? I mean, obviously I'd love him here, but from his standpoint does it make a lot of sense? But that's not for me to decide. But obviously, I, I'd love him to come here. You
4: guys, I think, I'm, I'm, I think, I'm wondering your opinion, yeah. I Sorry. think
1: Paulinho has everything set with sporting and the clubs are still negotiating. And I think Ruben Amorim is pushing for Paulinho and Paulinho is pushing for sporting because he's a plug-and-play guy, okay? He knows the system, he knows Ruben Amorim, he knows how to play in that system. And the varandas and... Especially Varandas wants to win now. Varandas needs Sporting <coughs> to win now. Yeah. And Ruben Amorim also wants to win now. So Paulinho is probably the best choice <coughs> now, on this moment. Is he the best striker for Sporting? Probably not. He's the best striker now. I think he's going to be a
2: plug-and-play guy if we bring him. Agreed. Chris, anything? No, I mean, uh, my opinion is, uh, is unchanged. I think it's, uh, I think since it's going to be an inter Portugal transfer window thing, that it can drag on longer because I think the window is going to be later than the 31st. It usually is. It's probably like February 8th or something like that. So, yeah, I guess we're still going to have like three more weeks of this bullshit. So, buckle up. (laughs) I I agree. Buckle
0: buckle up, buddy. Buckle up. Okay. If we don't have any more comments
3: just right, just right. i've, I've yeah. got three more things to to talk about um and i'll i'll ask uh, the group um jovan is apparently being linked to teams in england and sporting would accept an offer of uh, 10 million or above uh, i'll give it to danny first do you think that is uh, jovan's value or should we hold up for a little bit more
4: i i said on maybe I don't know if it was two or three weeks ago. I've said Jovan is gone regardless if we get anybody or not. I think he's I think he's as good as sold. The only thing that was making me question it a bit is Plata maybe being loaned out. I don't know if that's confirmed yet or not. Or...
3: No, no, but no if he, nothing confirmed.
4: I, I really hope that Sparting, if we do loan out Plata, we at least have the sense to keep Jovan. If we sell Jovan, for the love of God, keep Plata because, you know, second half of the season is starting. We need as many players as possible. I don't care and I I know we're not in Europe or and Tasa Portugal we still need players that can come off the bench because COVID regardless is still a thing and it could very well affect um you know a lot of players if if one week we're out of Tiago Tomás Porar and and Nuno Santos who who's going to replace them you know it's so I just hope Sparta have the sense but I'm pretty sure I have been saying it for a while I think Giovanzu is good as gone and 10 million that's a disgrace but Verandas
3: for you, okay. Uh, Tiger, should you accept 10 million for uh, Jovan?
1: I personally wouldn't accept 10 million for Jovan. I think uh, Jovan will be sold by the price Braga wants for Paulinho, Ooh. not a cent less, not a cent more. That's a great <laughs> that's show. what I think.
3: Uh, Steph, what about
1: you?
0: Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with Tigas on this one. I think, um, I think, uh we're against the wall with the COVID-19. We're not making any, any revenue with the fans. Uh, the stadiums are empty. Financially, we're struggling. Uh, that's why we laid off 20 employees. Um, that's why I'm pissed at Elodie, Renan, all these pieces of shit players, because they're not willing to, to be understanding and go to another club to help the club. They feel like they're being screwed by the club. But I agree with D because I think it'll be it'll be the same whatever paulini' is costs the style Giovanni will be sold so we can
3: pay for pauline Cool Chris you take 10 million for Giovanni?
2: yeah but I, I to be honest I'm skeptical like uh, uh West Ham you know th- team that is like fringe relegation like is that is this the guy I mean has has he done it literally anything to justify that price tag this season? Uh, I, I I'm just skeptical of English clubs, like English championship clubs, you know, <laughs> maybe or, but like I I don't know, man. Like, are do Premier League clubs really want him that bad? Like I, I I feel like if they didn't want him when he was peak Chauvin, like at the end of last season, he scored all those goals in a row. Everyone was like, oh shit, and then it was like that's when he was really linked to England, and nothing happened. Then it's gone a lot lot downhill since then so i to be honest i'm skeptical that any team will pay 10 mil but if they do happen to offer 10 mil i would accept it
3: okay cool there's just two more news i'll run through one quickly and that's uh sporting clarified there's no interest in the mexican striker santiago munez so our our goal film dream isn't isn't is (laughs) it shit (laughs) and um (laughs) last thing which danny reminded me of, so i'm going to pass it to you first danny uh sporting braga president uh, Antonio Salvador they said that Sporting have fulfilled every payment for Ruben Amorim we do not owe any more money is that because of Paulinho and what are your thoughts on that news story
4: I think that that has more to do with uh, Lazio paying us for Pedro Neto <laughs> maybe they were like hey Braga here's
1: your money you know? <laughs> bro." I don't know <laughs>
4: I don't we pay, know. That's...
1: We, we paid Ruben with Lazio money.
4: <laughs> we gave Braga the money Lazio was supposed to give them.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good. That's a good deal for yeah, us. Sounds Yeah, I, I,
4: think, <laughs> um, I, think yeah I mean, at least we're finally paying off that that debt. So yeah, no, I
0: think I think what they said was because uh, I've read the piece of news, uh, uh, Sam. And what they said is we are on time paying what we owe. We haven't paid everything. Yeah. 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 So how much, uh, well, how much do you
2: think yeah, we've paid so far? Yeah, like yeah. three mil of the 14? It doesn't matter, but we on I'll time. I'll say at least 40%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, At least. Okay. You think we've paid like seven mil? All right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah, but that's all I've got, Steph. So if you want to, want to carry on with what you have.
0: Sounds good. So now, uh. So this is the, the time that we put uh, Mr. Tigas in a hot seat. So I have some questions for him. So just like ESPN, he's on the hot seat.
1: And- He should have uh, been drinking like Danny and Sam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I have a couple of questions for him and hopefully you guys also have a couple questions for him. So I'll go first because I am prepared. I was born prepared since 1972, and here we go. So, so Tigas, when did you become a Sportingista?
1: That's a tough question because I actually don't remember. Uh, My mother is from Sporting, but she didn't care much about football. So, the family, my mother's family was Sporting. My father didn't care about football, and uh, he's from beira from a small town near Viseu and uh, when he came to Lisbon with 12 years old he went to see games in uh, Restelo, so Belenenses, Belenenses not to be said, um, <laughs> Belenenses and uh, so uh, I think my influence from Sporting and the, the, the guy who really pushed me to be from Sporting was <laughs> the boyfriend of uh, my upstairs neighbour Oh, he was uh he was a, he was in the army and he was a sporting fan and um my uptown neighbor was Benficaista and he was always trying to push me to taking me to sport to benfica and he, he didn't let that that happen so <laughs> he was he was always on his back telling me very good things about sporting and then i i guess the influence in my with my mother and and with him ended up with me being from sporting Oh, that's awesome. I, I feel
0: you. That, uh, I,
1: I'm, I'm not a I'm not typical fan who the father took to the games uh, early age and made him uh, sauce from the beginning of his life. No, I'm not that typical fan, sort of say. No, no, that, that's a beautiful story. I mean, from a military,
0: I'm in the military, so that, that comes from the heart. Uh, next question. Who was the biggest influence? I mean, you kind of said that, so never mind. Uh, when did you become such an expert without modalities?
1: First of all, I don't think I'm an expert, <laughs> but uh, I think it has to, to, to do with my with my with my youth. I was born in '78, so I was uh, I grew up in the '80s, and uh, the backside of of my building didn't have any traffic, and there were a lot of kids of my age on my street, and we. We spent the afternoons there playing everything that we could. We get a ball of volleyball, we played volleyball. We get a ball of basketball, we played basketball. We didn't have any hoops, so we improvised. Once my dad made some uh, hockey sticks from a, a, a broom uh, stick and with a, a piece of metal on the on the end, and we played hockey. We played tennis, we played anything. So I think my, my love for the sports comes from there. Growing up, playing a lot of things. Then I, I, I played soccer. I actually played soccer on my own town uh, club, which was called Masama. Nice. Uh, I'm from Calouche, and uh, Calouche and Masama Stadium were like uh, 50 meters apart. 20 meters, I don't know. That's that's a real derby. You know?
2: They yeah. were almost <laughs> face-to-face. <laughs> now, that's, so, that's awesome.
1: That's
0: it. Nice. Yeah. Um. Out of all the modalities, which you always do an extremely great job because I listen to Sporting 160 podcasts all the time. If it's not live a couple days later because of my schedule and uh, five years different, five hours different, which one was the most memorable game that you've ever recalled? That I've watched live. Live or even uh, on TV, the, the one that uh, had a big impact of all the modalities that you said, wow, what a great game. This game was phenomenal. I'll never forget
1: it. For me, it was the only game I cried. Uh, I, I couldn't saw it because I was working. Uh, like I said, my um, before the, the, the program starts, my wife is a Porto fan. But she went to see it because uh, we met each other at volleyball. I was a player and coordinator of volleyball at the college, at my college, and she was a player on the, on the women's team. And um, she went to see the finals where we were champions in volleyball when we returned with, uh, with the sport, with Bruno Carvalho. And the, the last game against Pifica where we won, where Dennis scored the, the, the final point, I was at work. Uh, I, I, I went with my daughter. I took my daughter to work, and I cried there. I was so nervous when the when Danny scored the point the final point it was a game that could have gone either way Benfica had, had an awesome team we had awesome players and Benfica were were a better team than us I think um, but we managed to get it and the the nerves just exploded so for me that was the most memorable game from the the modalidades that I saw okay
0: now your favorite player of all times. And this, of course, you could include also the football team.
1: That's a tough one, man. (laughs) Mm. That's a really tough one. From the ones that are playing, my favorite player is Frankish from Handball. I think he's a phenomenal player. He has a lot of class. He's a classy player. He can do it all. He can defend. He can attack. He can shoot. He can dribble. He can pass. I think he's a phenomenal player. He's probably one of my favorite. From football, the last one, one of my favorites, because he's, he's an awesome player, is Bruno Fernandes. I didn't like him rescinding the contract, but he was a phenomenal player. Sure. All-time favorite? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's a tough question. I I, I, was grew up, I grew up in the 80s. I saw a lot of good players, man. I saw a lot of good players. André Cruz. I saw Luizinho. Luizinho was a fantastic, phenomenal uh, central defender. A lot of good ones, man. I, I can't tell. Just one. Uh,
0: favorite player the, from the handball team?
1: Franky's. Frank, Frankish Carol. Okay. Yeah, Frankish. Noé, Noé no, I, I think Ruesga is a, he was a great player. I think he has a great interaction with the fans. He, I think he, he came to Sporting and he quickly understood the, the, the club he was into. The atmosphere with the fans. I think he needed to connect with that and he connected really well. And he played very really well for two years. Then it, uh, the injuries came up. But uh, my favorite players, Franky's. I oh, I like a lot of players from the handball team. Uh, my favorite sport is basketball, was the one I, I really like. But my favorite team is and is the handball team.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, from uh, Sporting, oh, of course. Of course.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. patins best player ever, yeah. ever. That's a difficult one. Mine, I'm gonna say to you, Remiliet. Now
1: I'll pass the ball to you. I don't remember them playing, okay? I'm just 42 years old. I don't remember <laughs> them playing. I was a kid. <laughs> I was a kid too. I saw the games on black and white. Ramalho, Delivermento, Xana, all fantastic players. All correct. time. So correct. Too. All time. Yeah. But for now, Romero. Gonzalo Romero, the Argentina. I, think. I love him, man. Okay. Uh, volleyball. Dennis. Angel Dennis. Yeah. Miguel Maya. What about you guys? I think is an not- awesome player. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's so- the best. Yeah, he's, He still has the best hands in Portuguese volleyball. That's incredible. He's, he's got 50 years old, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay? He still has the best hands. The physical part, well, he's great, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so
0: this is my last question for you. And I don't know if my boys, they have any other questions for you, but this is my last one for you. Your all-time favorite president. Of Sporting Clube de Portugal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, I think that's easy for me because, like I said, I was born in '78. I don't remember well João Rocha, but Bruno Carvalho, of course. Okay, good.
0: That's my choice as well. Danny, any questions for Tigas?
4: Yeah, um, I don't watch en- enough of of Mudalidades. I'm a casual at best, but I have I have enjoyed this basketball team that's that started up about a year ago, two years ago now. Um, my, my, my question to you is: What do you think? Do you think we necessarily need, or what kind of piece do you think we need to add um, to really guarantee us the title this year, or if we even need one at all?
1: Yeah, I think we need because uh, Porto uh, injured, Max Landis injured his knee again. Again, yeah. well, it's the, it's the other knee. Yeah. But they replaced him really well with Alan Riley. Uh, Benfica replaced the, the, the Americans, two of the Americans they had. They brought better players, so I think we need to reinforce our team as well. Micah Downs, as you probably know, uh, is l- being linked to Sporting. I think he has already signed because his Instagram account is always tweeting. He's always putting stories about Sporting. Come on, guys! Nice first quarter and everything. Uh, yeah. he even put the, the little. Uh, even put Simba, oh, like wow. Lion Cup. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, we need to reinforce. I think we need uh, a power forward. And I think Micah Downs will play as a power forward in sporting. And probably, probably, I would have swapped Shakir Smith for another guard. I think that that, that could ensure us. I wouldn't say insurance. I think that would put us a step ahead of the other two two competitors. Because Oliver is, is a strong team also. And Norberto Alves is a very good coach. Okay. He's like, uh, very similar to Luis Magalhães. Okay. He, reads, he reads the game really well on the bench. He's one of the coaches who can introduce some changes on the game that really matters. But uh, I don't think Oliverence has the same players to win a playoff series like they had before. So I think uh, Benfica and Porto is going to be our top competitors. Probably Benfica ahead of Porto with these uh, reinforcements that they have. Bryce Alford and uh, Quincy Miller. And I think we need to reinforce our team as well.
4: My my last question on, on Mudalidades is going to stick with basketball. Uh, it's sort of on the vein of what Richard Neves is here saying for all my fellow Raptor fans. He mentions uh, Andrea Bariani. But my question is how far away <laughs> do you think? Uh, do you know who Andrea Bariani
1: is? Oh, yeah. Major merda que postou pelo Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, my, my wife has family in Toronto. I, I was. Oh, okay, nice. Nós tentámos ir a Toronto várias vezes, mas não conseguimos. I'm a Bulls fan. I wanted to go to Toronto to meet her family, to, to see the city, and I, then I wanted to go to Chicago to watch a, a game at the United Center. Uh,
3: nice.
1: don't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I, no. also, love yeah, I, I also love Toronto. I, lo- I love Toronto. I love what you guys have there with the Giri. I think they are an awesome organization. <laughs> and I know Bargani because we play. <laughs> I play fantasy at okay. Yahoo Fantasy. Yeah, and Bargani was a thing on Yahoo Fantasy years ago.
4: <laughs> it, it may, maybe it was only good on fantasy because in real life he was garbage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it happens my a lot of times. Yeah, it does. Even in even in soccer per se. Uh, my question is: How far away do you think Sporting is from getting a, a former NBA? I won't even say a star but a former NBA
1: player to to Portugal.
4: If if that's even a
1: possibility. I don't know because Benfica got Benfica got a lot of ex NBA players. You know, you got yeah. this season they got Quincy Miller, last season they got Ture Murray and this is some other season before they got a lot of guys. They One Cook, One Cook.
4: Yeah, One Cook, yeah. Uh
1: and I didn't don't even remember the others. These are just the, the latest. I don't think Sporting is going to get an ex NBA guy. I really don't. Yeah. That's, uh, that's my honest question. I don't know what else to no no, to fair. no uh, fair that's good. We're cheap. I think Luis <laughs> Luis Magalhães, I think Luis Magalhães um, sticks a lot of with what he wants. He doesn't go out for names. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want that kind of player with that characteristics. And I think he he battles to get that. Fair. When he can battle for that.
4: For sure.
0: Okay, I'll pass Chris, it off to you guys now. Uh, Chris, any questions?
4: You're, You're on mute.
2: mute. Uh, so between the basketball team, the handball team, futsal team, I think those are the only three. I'm not sure about hockey and patines. Um, between those three and the European competition uh, that they're all in respectively. So you now sporting is into the round of 16 of uh, – of the ufo futsal the fiba europe cup for basketball is next week and then the handball uh european league that sporting has been playing in has been ongoing and they're probably going to qualify but not perform that great i guess basically my question is then what are your what are your expectations for the each of these competitions for um for sporting
1: that's a good question. I think if I'm gonna start with basketball, I think if Mike Down came, came to sporting, if he really signed Mike Down, I think we're gonna attack the, the first two, two spots on the group for, of the FIBA Europe Cup. After do that, do you think he'll be he here by
2: next week?
1: I don't know. I don't think he's, he's he isn't in Portugal yet. Okay. So I don't know. Uh, if he can be here and he, and if we can play him in the FIBA Europe Cup, I think we're gonna attack the first two spots of the group. And then after that, we qualify for the next round. And I don't know. that That's going to be game by game. The handball team, I think we can qualify as well in the first four. I don't know in which position because the team has been very unreliable. Okay, Either we do a great game or we do a bad game. And even in the same game, we do a portion which is very good and the other is very bad. Uh, so I don't know in which spot are we going. To, we are going to end, but I think we are going to qualify in the first four spots because now we have, uh, I think, uh, six points. I think six points, and we have two games less. Two games against the last team, which is Tatán Prezov from Slovakia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're going to, to win both games easily, so we can make uh, the top, the top uh, positions in the group. And we can qualify for the next round. Yeah, probably Fush Berlin first, then Nîmes, and then us, and then Christian stand uh, uh, fighting with Dinamo Bucharest for the final spot. In futsal, uh, I don't think we are going. We are going to be able to qualify for the final four this year. I think we are missing some pieces. Uh, the Spanish team are very strong. The Russian teams have invested a lot. They are very strong also. Then you have the Kazakhstan. It's it's going to be tough this year to be the final four. If we did that, I think it would be a miracle.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay.
1: Patinch, you said you also asked about okay, uh-huh. yeah. Well, the Yeah. Comp-
2: the comp- are they playing in Europe?
1: Yeah. The, the competition is suspended. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know if if uh, if we ever going to to be resumed again, but it's it's suspended for now. I think they ask. I think they ask the countries, the teams from the countries. Who, do you want to play or not? And uh, they only got teams from Spain, Portugal, and... Uh, Italy? Yeah, and one team from Italy. Only one. Only one team from Italy want to play. So no French teams, no Switzerland teams, no Germany teams. So they are still figuring out if they can resume the competition.
2: Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, I guess one more question, because I actually am kind of confused about this. Two. So for Liga Revelação, uh, since Sporting didn't qualify for the championship round, they're into, like, a secondary group. Is there any way for them to get into a playoff or something? Or is there, are they just playing games for fun now, basically? The under-20D dream? Yeah. From soccer? I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Out of the scope? <clears throat> I, I okay, I thought th- I, I thought that was in your window. Yeah, I, I don't really get it either. <laughs> it se- it yeah. seems like it seems like their games are just for fun now.
0: Um, yeah, yeah.
2: so so it's uh, basically uh, it's a a, <laughs> uh, a secondary
0: league, and it, uh, you have you could be demoted. So uh, they you can be
1: demoted on the under twenty
0: Parece que liga liga despromoção. So they have. A, I didn't even know they had. A, yeah, I didn't even know they had a second league mm-hmm. of it. But they also call called a a tasa
2: revolução. Uh, uh, so I don't. I'm confused as well. I think that's just to give an exciting name on something that doesn't really matter that much. Got tasa revolução. Raffa- <laughs> <So. laughs> yeah, I guess because because uh, Porto and Be- uh,
0: Sporting and Benfica got demoted to. Yeah, Benfica didn't make so, like it either. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> yeah. But you know, let's take into account that that team is based on. Uh, under-17 under under, under and under-18 players, because all the other mm-hmm. players went to the B B squad. Uh, yeah. uh, Sam, do you have any questions for our guest?
3: Yeah, I have a few. Um, the first one, I just want to say I'm really impressed with your English. Um, how did you learn it? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah. it Speak
1: the truth. Come on. No, no it's honestly.
3: <laughs> Um, did you teach yourself or did you did you have lessons or did it just was something that you you picked up
1: well here in school we have english almost from the 5th grade to the 12th grade so it's a lot of years then uh, for instance in germany and france and Italy they they double all the all the foreign films and series that they pass on tv here we don't we use the english or the french whatever uh, the original um, the original is, and then we we subtitle it in Portuguese. So I think we pick up a lot of things.
3: Okay, cool. Um, The next question I had, in terms of, like, sporting shirts like this or any of the the other modalities, shirts, do you have a favorite one in, in like, your uh, watching sporting, like, your favorite design of shirt or favorite type of shirt that sporting have released?
1: I liked one handball had... Uh, probably a large few years ago, which which was green and black the stripes. Instead of white were black. And the numbers were in gold. It was a very beautiful shirt. I think rugby had one also like this, very similar, but uh, the handball, that, that shirt from handball was awesome, man. Awesome.
3: Okay. And um, I heard you said you're a Bulls fan. I'm yeah. also a, a Bulls fan as well. Um, maybe for the last four years is a Bad thing to admit, but um, who's your favorite Bulls player at the moment, and who excites you the most? Levine, man.
1: Yeah, I think Levine should have been an All Star last season.
2: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. on the East, and I think he will probably end up as an All of Famer. I grew up watching the Bulls from Jordan. Okay, oh, Jordan yeah. Pippen. I watched the 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 threepeat, both of them. Nice. Uh So. I, I, I'm very excited with Patrick Rhythms. I think uh, Karnisovas went uh, had a nice pick there. He's very raw. He's very raw, mm. but I can see a lot, of, a lot of growth on him, and I think he's going to develop in a new, very fine player.
3: Yeah, uh, I agree. I don't, and, sorry, carry on.
1: Uh, I was going to say I, I I don't like Kobe White. I'm sorry.
3: Oh, why not? Over
4: overrated. I agree. No. <laughs> overrated.
1: I don't like Kobe White. <laughs>
3: Um, and my last question was um who do you have winning the NBA this year? And don't say the Lakers or the Nets. Because uh, <laughs> one of well, our <laughs> favorite commentary Mundo yeah, no,
1: Mundo wanted me to say the Nets, but I'm not I gonna know. say the net. <laughs> I don't I think that one it matters the most, Kyrie, Arden and Duran. I don't mm. I don't think that's going to work.
2: Yeah. Okay, right. it may
1: work on the pitch, but not on the locker room, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, without the Lakers and the Nets. Oh, the <laughs> no, you could be the Lakers
3: and the Nets if you want. <laughs> I
1: think the Lakers are favorite, obviously. Okay, LeBron, Anthony Davis, they brought Schroeder, they brought Wesley Matthews for defense. A lot of good guys, a lot of good guys. They have so much death in the roster, so I think the Lakers are the favorite. I don't think the Milwaukee Bucks are going to get there. I'm sorry. No.
2: They, they have an
1: awesome coach. They have an awesome coach, but Giannis can't shoot. No. Yeah.
4: yeah. You need like, shooters, yeah. man.
3: Yeah. But and Drew Holiday
4: is not enough. Yeah, he's a good. He's a better defender than he is a ball shooter.
3: Yeah, mm.
1: I actually love. Person. I actually love a guy from Toronto, which is Van Vliet. I think he's awesome. I and I also like Kyle Lowry. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: Ah, he's good. <laughs> I would love them to see him in Bulls jersey. Sorry. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Lowry. I don't know about Van Vliet. Van Vliet signed up now. Yeah, maybe Larry
1: We can always trade for him.
4: Ah, uh, Kobe, don't. White. Kobe <laughs> White. Kobe White.
1: Kobe <laughs> White. No, <Yeah>. why not? <laughs> no, <laughs> you Kobe guys White and Cristiano. Kobe White, and Cristiano, Cristiano. Cristiano. <laughs> Felicio. <laughs> Felicio, <laughs> awesome <laughs> player. You need a, you need a center, man. We
4: need a center. Yeah, we bought two. They're <laughs> garbage. <laughs> Any more, Sam?
3: Uh, no, that, that was my, my final question, that one.
4: You good? Okay. So,
0: here comes the uh, the highlight of uh, our podcast. Tigas,
1: the floor is yours, my friend, about modalities. Okay. Uh, bear with me because I'm, I'm going to have to read a little bit more. Okay? So, let's get right into it. The basketball team played two games this, this week. On the 14th round of the National Championship, Sporting received in Pavilion João Rocha Galitos and won by 99-61. This was a game that was decided on the first quarter. Sporting won 16 rebounds, got 5 steals and 9 assists and finished the quarter on a 32-5 run. From here till the end, the subs were given a lot of minutes and we saw a fight between the centres Claudio Fonseca and Rosel Mix, With the Portuguese finishing with 22 points, 8 rebounds and 88% from the free free throw line. On the weekend, we went to Maia and win... And got the win against Maya for 95-71, a game much like the last, with a dominant first quarter from Sporting, who rely heavily on the paint, and on the offensive rebound. We ended the game with 51 rebounds, 16 offensive rebounds, and did 22 assists and 22 turnovers. 23 assists and 22 turnovers, sorry. Maya got back on the scoreboard a little bit when we rotated the team. And Claudio Fonseca was again awesome with 17 points and 15 rebounds. Field added another 18 points and 7 boards. And Travanti and are had 14 points each. 15 wins in 15 games. In women's soccer, Sporting got a draw against Famalicão 2-2 on the, first, uh, on the first round of the second phase of the national championship. After what happened, I considered this was a good draw. Famalicão was the leader of the north zone. And on the first phase of the championship, and, and got a lot of help from the referees on this game. Remember when Polga was awarded the, with a penalty against Maritimo for a fall committed outside the penalty area? Well, it happened again. Mm-hmm. And with this, Famalicão was winning 2-0 at the break. On the second half, the Lioness fought really hard and got the draw with two goals from Navena Damianovic. On the women's futsal, two games on the last weekend. And uh, the Saturday we played the sixth round against Pilheira away, and got the win for, by 4-1, uh, with goal score from Claudia, Cristiana, Lima, and Ana Alves. And on the Sunday, with the seventh round, we lost uh, in João Rocha against uh, Quinta dos Lombos, 5-9, uh, with a poker from Ana Alves and a single goal from Claudia Dias. Uh, Sporting finished the first phase with a defeat and will now fight to stay in the first division. This is something unthinkable. Uh, on men's futsal, we had two games also, one for the national championship against the, um, Quinta dos Lombos in Pavilion João Rocha. We won by 4-0. Sporting dominated from the very beginning, pushing Quinta dos Lombos to their own area, but there wasn't enough space to play, and it was Gita with a missile from far away who opened the score. From here until the end, Sporting continued to dominate, although we struggled with the finishes, and not even the five against four from Quinta dos Lombos on the final minutes worked out. Gita Tainan, Cardinal and Pani Varela all scored one goal. On the UEFA Champions League, last 32, Sporting received in Pavilion João Rocha, uh, Futsal Gentoft from Denmark and won 12-1. One-way game with Sporting pushing the Danish to their own area all the time. No matter what four players were on the court, we were always very dominant and pressing. On the negative side, uh, Tainan got hurt. And I suspect it's really bad uh, injury. And Tomas Passouk, Cavinato, Cardinal all scored two goals. Uh, Ziki, Eric, Mamadou, Pauleta and Pani Varela all scored one. On the women's roller hockey, uh, we played the last 16 in the Portuguese Cup and we won uh, against Lu Pilares 11-1. Two goals in the first minutes show what the game really was. Uh, a big win with two goals from Rita Lopes, Fia Boncovio, Maggie Florencio and Ana Catarina Ferreira and one goal from Madeirana Costa, Inês Florencio and Ruth Lopes. On the men's roller hockey, we got a defeat. We went to play against Oliver Enz at Olivera das Meis and we lost 3-1 on the 15th round of the national championship. And uh, Sporting played without Romero and Sporting is not the same team without Romero. Uh, Oliver Enz was on the top of the game and Sporting was committing a lot of falls. And this for me was a decisive because Oliver Enz won 3-1 with an at-trick from Lucas Martinez on free kicks and penalties. Uh, if Marcelo wins next Wednesday, we will lose the first position on the championship to them. Uh, on men's volleyball, we went to Jemurich we got the win by 3-1, with 25-18 on the first set, 23-25, 23-25, and 14-25. I think uh, sporting was very inconsistent, receiving the ball and serving, and during the first two sets, we couldn't block anything. Uh, when we started blocking it, the Jumuri's attack uh, attackers, we started taking control of the game, and uh, we attacked mostly through the centre of the net, where Vitor Hugo got 16 points and Elio got 11. PV was our best scorer with 17 points. It was a difficult but very deserved team. Well, that's all for now. Tigas out.
0: And like always, Tigas sounds like a professional. He should be on Sporting TV without a doubt. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I have one final question for you. Uh, this one is a tough one. Your favorite female player?
1: From Sporting, any modality?
0: Uh, no. Sporting, uh, the ladies' team,
1: uh, soccer, football. Soccer. Okay. I think Nevena. Okay. That's Reminds a me point. a lot of Jeremy Mateo, and I like uh, central defenders who can play ball. The one who scored two goals against Amelikão. Yeah. <laughs> the Serbian player. Yes. He's yeah. awesome, man. Have you seen him he shoot three kicks? No. He's yeah. amazing.
0: Yes, He's he looks like
1: Mathieu and, and Sinise Mijailovic when he played for Lazio, man. <laughs>
0: but very consistent. My, fa- my favorite player is uh, Caroline Baldwin, but maybe oh, it's yeah.
1: because I live in America, I don't know. Uh, we also got Sharon. I think she she went away from supporting yeah. this season. Sharon was also a good player. I also like Caroline, there are a lot of good players. Ana Borges, Ana Borges, very good yeah. player. Carl Fernandes, Ana Capeta, obviously Anna, coming Anna from Capito. the bench, changing the games, scoring big, big time.
0: Carolina, Menz yeah. She's good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good play. Uh,
1: Nevena for me is Nevena. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. I don't. That's a good choice, guys. Anything else? As uh, your predictions for for Boavista. I'll start with tigers. Three
4: one for us. Danny. Uh. Yeah.
2: Three one for us. Chris. Chris. I agree. You mean Uh, It's tough to say without knowing uh, if it's gonna like if we're gonna win the first game against Porto and then have a second game, or if it's just gonna be only the Porto game. And if we look like shit, then it's like does that change the math? No, but it's like if you can't beat the legit the worst team in the league this year, uh, I mean, which which basically couldn't two nothing two nothing Sporting
3: (laughs) Sam. Uh, like Danny said, they have to be respected. They beat Benfica, you know. Um, I mean, if they can beat Benfica, then they can beat us and they can beat anyone. But going on recent form, which I did do for Rio, and it, it, it bit me in the ass. But um, <laughs> I'm gonna go two nil, and I'm gonna just say Sporar is probably gonna score, and Jean Mario will score a penalty
0: okay i'm gonna give my my prediction of will be three three nothing a hat trick from Paulinho.
4: Uh, <laughs> uh
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh well uh, uh, the real <coughs> Alpha Afri- uh, alfred kerensky he said he said 15-0 <laughs> uh, i don't
1: know
0: if he's talking about uh uh polar aquatic but you know, <laughs> I think I think he was
1: talking about women's team. Maybe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Anything else, guys, or this is it? I think we good. We
1: good. We good. Are we sure?
3: Depending thank on you if, if We beat. Yeah. Thank you, Tigash. Thank you very
1: much. No, no. Thank you. It was an awesome to get an invitation from you. So thank you very much. Really. Okay. Tigas,
0: from the bottom of my heart, it was a. A pleasure to have you on our podcast, and uh, vivo sporting. How about that, yeah. And and vivo if you sporting. ever do come,
4: if you ever do come to Toronto, a beer's on me. That's for sure.
1: Okay, I'll collect. I'll collect. Okay, <laughs> na,
4: casa, na Casa do sporting too. There's a nice little place just behind my house. I'll show you. It's beautiful.
1: Awesome. Awesome.
4: Awesome. <laughs> And I'll even watch
1: a a Raptors game, okay?
4: (laughs) Beautiful. Say less. (laughs) If you you
0: come down to Philly, me and Chris will take care of you with the the
1: pictures. Man, I love Embiid. I love Embiid. Awesome. Yeah, Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's good. (laughs) You have to...